Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What was your weekend claim to fame? Oh, I think we have the same one. <laughs> it was. It was the prom yes. at the Chanhassen. Oh, what an incredible show. Okay. It was so wonderful. Awesome. So much fun. We went Friday night. I, I it, would call it an instant classic this show. I would go again. Really? Oh, I would go again. It is the music... The heart of the story. The humor in the story. The people that are in it. Todd Peterson, who plays the Broadway guy. And then uh, the teenager, Emma. That story. I did not realize that that, uh, the music in it was going to... I guess I knew it would be good, but it's original, you know. And Chris Hewitt said, oh, the music is fantastic. And the dancing... And it really... I haven't been doing... I think we haven't been... I haven't been doing a show that good in a, a long, long, long time. time. A long, long time. Good. So it's at... The prom is at the Chan Essen Dinner mm-hmm. Theater. And I think the combination of sitting in those classic booths um, and, and tables, tables, tables yeah. mm-hmm. and in a supper club kind of environment where the stage... Everyone has a great seat. Yes. Everyone has a front row seat, kind of. And the over the... the over the topness of Todd was so great, but yet he was sensitive. It, it's such a great story. I think people. It's only going to be here till June tenth. Yeah, the prom. I I had permagrin. I mean, but it, and it was also a moving, poignant story. But it just, it's so fun, and it pokes at the left and it pokes at the right. Yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> which I really appreciated. I just I even had that much fun at his show and just enjoyed it. Oh, good. Like so I was just telling Grant, Big you have up. to go see it. Yeah. I, I think people don't let this one go by. Um, and the dancing was just so fun. It was such a huge cast. And the Fosse, like dancing, Fosse, Fosse, Fosse. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I really loved it. I didn't realize that the Broadway touring production had come here one time. And Chris Hewitt in his review said he thinks that Michael Brindisi's Production of it is even better than what really? went on the road. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, and, and he's play, you know, it, and oh. he saw that show too, and he saw it on Broadway, and it just the cast was just wonderful. Uh, yeah, I really could not believe. I mean, I felt like I was at a Broadway uh, theater. The show was such an enormous spectacle of just wonderful, and the voices. Moments. It yeah. was. It was a pinch me moment, and again, sitting in that environment is just kind of—it's so fun and, the and food special. Was so good. How about our rainbow cake that we had? <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! Oh my god! She was the biggest. Piece I saw of cake. a picture of that actually. Yeah. Paul posted a picture of that. It looked delicious. The food it, is really, really good. good. Oh wow! Mm. Cool. I just, I you know, just 
that whole environment is just, it was so happy. Yeah. It was so much, so much fun. Good. Yeah. You feel special from the moment you get in. Nancy Nelson is kind of the MC and the welcomer. And we, I just saw her in Love Letters. I mean, she is so wonderful at her job. Everyone, it's it's showtime there. Yeah, it really And just really to be was. part of it was super fun. So I just, we really want to recommend. And Michael Bordendizzi is going to come on and talk because he... He's something in his own right. He really yeah. has done amazing things for so many years in our community, and we'll be talking to him tomorrow. But um, get your tickets to the prom where there's still good seats available because it is that wonderful. It is so good. It is a classic. I'd go again. Instant classic. Mm-hmm. I would, too. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely mm-hmm. go. I was wondering, like, what would the age be of, like, junior high kids? Yeah. Like a junior high yeah, type um, of situation? Because yeah. I was trying to think of with the nine-year-old and... I don't know if it just would get too long. You know, she still does the children's theater. No, I don't shows. think that's the right age. Mm. Yeah. I'd say 12, 12. 13 on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Grant? Did you have a weekend claim to fame? Yeah. I went, uh, spent a lot of time with friends this weekend, but uh, the biggest thing, I went to go see that Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium. And like Chris Hewitt said when he was on the show, I'll keep this brief. Yeah. Jonathan Majors and Michelle Pfeiffer steal the show. Really? Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Majors. He is unbelievable. I watched Devotion this weekend too because of this movie. Because oh. everybody was like, "You got to go see this." Right. And, yeah. and 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 in Devotion, you're just blown away by his role. He's so good, and he's so amazing in this. And I just cannot wait for how his his character is going to progress to the next like six years throughout this MCU universe. And and Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas. You oh, know, that's right. He's in it. He's too. in it. Michael Douglas had some great comic relief. Bill Murray made a little cameo, which, you know, unfortunately, Bill Murray's gotten to the point where he makes when he makes cameos, it kind of makes you think it's Bill Murray and not the character he's supposed to be yeah. playing. So it's not like a fun cameo anymore. But great movie. Good time. Critics Was aren't like it. Crowded? Theater was very crowded, very packed. It was a uh, full house. I mean, maybe the bottom front row wasn't yeah. wasn't full, but you know, it did it did well. And it was only a couple. It was like what an hour and two hours and fifteen minutes. It wasn't a yeah. you know three hour movie. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Jonathan Majors. I he was on Good Morning America this oh, morning. He was, um, he's a snack and a half. He's yeah, a he snack is. and a half. Mm-hmm. And he does something. Um, he carries around a cup, like a coffee cup. And it's in all of his pictures with him, this cup. And they kind of said, well, what's the cup for? Yeah. And he says, you know, I never forget. It just reminds me to stay grounded that my cup is run, runneth over right now. But it's just a way. It's like a prop for me to stay grounded. I've oh. always wanted to do this. Oh. So GMA gave him their own Good Morning America coffee cup. But it was just yeah. kind of his way to stay yeah reminded of how grateful he is that of everything that's happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. He looks really good in Creed too. I watched the first two this weekend to get myself set up for the next one coming up. Oh, he's just, I've got this big man crush on him. I know you do. It's ridiculous. It used to be Michael B, but I think Jonathan Majors might've taken it over. For me. Well, They're well you're gonna go crazy when you see Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan in the in Creed Three together. I know it's gonna be an overstimulation, and I'm gonna love it. Yeah. So that was my weekend, but yeah, yeah. the prom. I got like you said, Julia. I gotta take. I gotta take. You gotta. That. It, it that makes, looks great date. I night. haven't had that much fun out, and yeah. I really like. I'm telling you, the setting too of eating and relaxing, and yeah, instead of rushing there and trying to get it. Get a beverage before you sit down. You know, it was just, it's a relaxing environment. It was really happy and calm and fun. You just, it kind of prepared you to get ready to see the 
play by having the dinner there. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. That is nice. You're it's, right. You're, you're not rushing down. in. You're not rushing around. No. Yeah. It's very relaxing. It's, it's different, and it's classic. There are not many of these dinner theaters yeah. around that have this level of talent. And everything. I don't know. I was. I had permagran. I yeah, just good. that night made me so happy. Yeah, even same. in my bad outfit. <laughs> your pictures, <laughs> the pictures you guys took together were like. Oh yeah. I think you're straddling Brittany. <laughs> oh, she brought us. She brought us tiaras so we could pretend we were going to the prom. Yeah, oh, so I mean, if prom great. was that fun, we'd all go. Yeah, yeah, you guys really. took like prom pictures. It was, oh, it was great. Funny, funny night. All right, listen. Um, when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough of. Lori and Julia here for Ann Tressler and her team at Tressler Law. We've asked Ann to provide us with some tips for people who are going through divorce. One of her tips is to do your homework. Ann, what do you mean by that? When you're going through a divorce proceeding, I tell my clients to remember that knowledge is power. Start by gaining all the basic understanding of your financial situation. Everything from your bank accounts, your retirement accounts, your investment accounts. If you own businesses, start gathering that information. The more information you can relay to your attorney, the better. This is the one thing you can do to prepare for this process. Also, do your homework when you're hiring your attorney. Find someone who is a knowledgeable resource and focuses solely on family law. Make sure you trust and like your attorney. They will be the one guiding you through this process and you want to be able to work well together. And this is why you guys offer the free divorce one-hour consultation. The more we can educate you and help you understand the process, the more you're going to feel control, the more you're going to feel empowered. And when it comes to knowing your attorney, this way you're going to get to know us. To learn more or schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation, visit trustlerlaw.com or MyTalk keyword divorce. Well, there was a huge upset last night at the BAFTA Awards, Julia, which yes. is the British, British equivalent of the Oscars. A, a a miracle happened. Austin Butler won for Elvis uh, for Best Actor. Completely all the money was on Colin Farrell from Banshees yeah. of Inisherin. Mm-hmm. That was like the money was on. Um, and... It is very close. So with him winning the BAFTA, and there's four more days of SAG voting, okay. and that happens on Sunday. Um, but in, I think, you know, the Hollywood Reporter does those where they talk with Oscar yeah, yeah. voters. Yep, yep, yep. And they said this about Austin Butler. He's been around since he was a kid. He's just now breaking out as a grown-up, but he basically spent his teens and 20s auditioning for everyone in town. They all know him by reputation, if not through meetings. And and, and since Ellis came out last summer, everyone loves Austin Butler. I mean, he's just such a genuinely nice person. He had a, a lovely interview with Willie Geist uh, yesterday, and there's just a lot of people in the Industry, industry that are glad that are cheering for cheer, him. Yeah, of. that he crushed a great role. He's sweet and humble, and he's still the nice kid that people remember. And it's not letting it go to his head right? despite all this. So here's a little bit of uh he seemed pretty surprised that he won. Surprised and very humble at the same yeah. time, like you said. This is great. Wow. This is, this is truly extraordinary. Um, I thank you all so much. Thank you, BAFTA, for this tremendous honor. To my fellow nominees, I'm, I'm in awe of you. I, I am so, so grateful for all these times that we've been able to spend together. <laughs> Brendan, you're right there. I love you. Um, I... <sighs> Man, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm really trying to take everything in and be really present. 
<laughs> I, um, you know, I, I've got so many people I want to thank. I'm going to start with saying thank you to Polly Bennett, my movement coach. I could not have done this without you, and I love you so much. James Farrell, my agent, I could not have done anything without you, man. I want to thank Doug Wald and Alex and Kate, my publicist. I want to thank Skylar Weiss and Gail Berman and Patrick McCormick, Jack Ravenscroft. He's our first AD. He used to tell me every day, he'd say, it's going to be great. Jack, it is great. I love you, man. Um, I want to thank my incredible hair and makeup artists who were by my side every day. And they allowed me to age over the course of 19 to 42 years old. And of course, I want to thank Mr. Baz Luhrmann. This film would not have been possible without you. Your vision, your dedication, your commitment every step of the way. I love you dearly. I want to thank my family. You are my everything. And lastly, I want to thank the Presley family. Um, I cannot thank you guys enough for your love and for sharing with me who Elvis truly was. I hope I've made you proud. This oh. means the world to me. Thank you all so much. God bless you. I'm crying. I know, and my gosh. <laughs> and you know, I, I guess I shouldn't. Th- I guess I shouldn't be surprised that it was oh. shocking that the British, you know, theater all the people because Elvis was huge in England. He was huge, huge. Yep. Loved they yep, yep, loved yep. Elvis, and yep. Elvis actually won four Baftas last night. So Austin won for leading best uh, lead actor costume design. Boz Luhrmann's wife Catherine Martin mm-hmm. won casting at one four. And it also won for best hair and makeup team because, of course, yes. yeah, that is incredible. And he got it out there very brilliantly that I've aged from 19 to 44 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got it out there to remind people yes. who are voting that yeah. to look like Elvis over all those years. I, I really think. And the big winner, the big winner was All Quiet on the Western Front. Which kind of blew me away because you watch this movie. This is a Netflix movie, right? Yeah, this it's a remake of sure. of, you know, the the it's probably one of the most difficult war movies to watch cuz you're just like in the trenches, but um it it won best picture and it won best director and it won cinematography. And yes, it's a Netflix flicks movie, right. and it could win a lot of Oscars. That kind of just that one, I feel like came. Out yeah, of, and uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, only won one for <laughs> editing. Yeah, and you know, the, and the hot dog Blanchett won her fourth bath. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. She did not um, lecture the BAFTAs about the patriarchy of televising a horse race. Good. She just graciously accepted it. And we posted that really the fashion came out last night for mm-hmm. this. It was um, all over the place. And Grant posted the BAFTAs and then the after party. But the pictures are finally came. William and Kate yeah. were there. And he is the head of BAFTA. the BAFTA. So he. he he came in a velvet tuxedo with yeah. a velvet tie. Yeah. I think they're a handsome couple, they William and Kate. Adorable. I really do. You know, the thing about, um, oh, like, I you talk about. what she wore. She wore black opera gloves with a white, white dress. dress. And the so white bad. belt, too. Even the it white didn't belt. didn't me. Like, <sighs> all right. I guess I didn't have such a critical eye because I think she always looks so beautiful in dresses. Michelle Yeoh in she the looked Dior gorgeous. pantsuit with she the cape. Great. She looked great. Oh, that she is great. You know, um, there were some fun uh, costumes. I also think um, Cynthia, Cynthia, Evo, how do you? Arrivo. Arrivo had one of the most stunning. Yeah, that was a, like a metallic Louis Vuitton. I guess she left a trail of metallic glitter. <laughs> I believe it. Really? I believe it. <laughs> it was I believe it. Cool. And it Flor- was a cool dress. Florence Pugh wore an orange taffeta tulle explosion. I which loved shouldn't it. have worked, but yet it did. I loved it. It did work on her. And, Angela Bassett uh, looked gorgeous in the in the you know pretty pink. Pale yeah, pink Viola dress. Davis was in Stella McCartney with like this sequin gown with this cape. It was so pretty on her. Mm-hmm. That, that color. Um, Anna de Armas got, she got budget the- Louis Vuitton. It looked like a bad nightgown that the mice got into like oh. during Cinderella when they were trying to sew something. Oh. You know, they're, the it, birds and the mice. There's, a, there's a kind oh. of just like some ribbon or some fringe on it. Or it's just kinda, it was It was... Yeah. And Anya Taylor-Joy wore Schiaparelli and she sort of looked like baby Star Wars. They're saying she looked like Baby Yoda, but to me she looked like she took the diarrhea brown comforter off someone's bed mm-hmm. at a dorm room and put it on and put bows in front. It's a terrible, yeah. it's a yeah. terrible look. Terrible look. And, her, sometimes, and her after party look wasn't much better. But it was better than that. Yes. It was better it than was. that. And, and they had a little mix-up last night at the Baptist. Yes, they did. The uh, Troy Coda star, Troy Katzer, um, signed who won for Best Supporting Actress. And then the teleprompter put the wrong name and said the wrong name. And it was Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Inishirin who won, but they announced Carrie Mulligan. Oh, and, and then they bl- edited it out for broadcast. But so that gonna, was kind of goofy. Yeah, you know, but this Carrie Condon, mm-hmm. I saw an interview with her. She is so delightful. When she was 12 years old, she saved up all of her money to go to, they were filming something in Ireland, and she saved up all of her money and just said, I'm going to be a star. And just, We've seen her in other she's, things. She's yeah, just, she's darling. She's delightful. She, and Casey know? said she is the best thing in that movie. He did? Okay. Yeah, he said she's the only good thing in that right. movie. That's another movie I just can't. Yeah. You're not going to see. Well, I want to not even feel no, bad about it. I'm not going to no. feel bad about it at all. Yeah. So the SAGs are next, and then... And, um, then, and then Oscar voting goes... Until like March 
boards mm-hmm. or something. I mean, they go right up until Friday. Are you gonna do? Are you gonna do? Um, try to see them all? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Because everything I can't. Well, I, we've, I tried. We've it. all tried. We've that. all tried that, that one. And, and I just think that one is has a life of its own, and it's just I. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, everyone has a different thing about it, but for the majority of people that I know. It's a struggle to get through, and then, then people either love it or hate, hate it. it. That's, yeah. that's kind You're of what exactly that movie is. Right. And yeah. a lot of the people that love it seem to have that adaption to honestly to this MCU multiverse thing because that's kind of what it's centered on. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's weird. You got to have like this comic book sense to really appreciate it. Oh. And, and you I have, have it, and I didn't like it. So, yeah. Oh, what's wrong with you? Oh, it's just too much. They tried too much in that movie. Yeah. All right. And then Adrian DeBose opened the show, and Richard Grant hosted it, but she, uh, Apparently, her montage of uh, rapping and singing, Twitter wasn't having it. Oh. So the BAFTA producers came out and said, Twitter, you have it wrong. Oh, Which means they must have had it right. He shouldn't have acknowledged it at all. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Anyway, take a look at the fashion. They're fun fashions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all posted on the Lori and Julia show page. Until we get to what's coming up next year, let's take a look. All right, it's Lori and Julia here, and I bet you're looking to get out and to do something happy. You know, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, it's just an incredible place. We were just talking about it. It's so iconic with the Supper Club feel. We were just there. We love it from the moment. We're talking about Nancy greeting us at the door and the roaring fire that's going there. You know, they've got a little backs, um, you know, photo spot to take pictures mm-hmm. of yourself seeing the prom. We did have a Brandy Alexander at a steak dinner. We loved it. It's so fun. And we loved seeing the prom on the big stage from start to finish. It was just a happy, joy-filled evening that was so super awesome from start to finish. We absolutely loved it. It's a new show, a Tony Award-winning musical comedy. We love the story. It's clever. with the, It's sweet with a positive message that celebrates people in love. We love, love, love it. The concert series, they also have two at the Chan is awesome. Coming up, tributes to Queen, Lionel Richie. It's all there. Go to, for tickets, visit ChanhassenDT.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, granted, I had talked about this on Friday. I said to him, I said, I'm avoiding all spoilers. Apparently, we get a, a storyline about Detective Munch in the Law & Order SVU. Yeah. And I knew you'd watch it over the weekend. I watched mm-hmm. it Saturday morning. Yep. And they just referenced Lieutenant Munch. He's played by Richard Belzer. Right. Saying, oh, you know, he moved back to Baltimore. Uh, I think he got remarried and he bought the old cop bar and he's probably dishing out, filling up draft beers and giving people. That guy had a one-liner, he said this to his new partner, for every situation. Okay, And then later Saturday afternoon, we find out that Richard Belzer, who played Lieutenant Munch, had died. Yeah. And we're like, how did they, they must have maybe known that he was sick or something. Well, they said that he's had a lot of health issues. Well, I know, but they just haven't referenced him in a long time, you know, because he's been off that show. And he played the same detective role across 10 different shows, including appearing on 30 Rock, X-Files, because Munch was a conspiracy theory uh, theorist, as Belzer was in real life. Uh, I think we've got some audio um, from G- GMA. Yeah, it starts out with him, a scene of him from Law & Order SVU, and then it kind of talks about exactly what she said, okay. all the different characters yeah, yeah, that yeah. he spanned across different shows, okay. just to give some context. Cool. And who does this look like, folks? Here's a clue, non-gun hand held to the side. 
The character frequently popping up on other shows, like the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. You were interviewing her out in the open? A munch lookalike Muppet even appeared on Sesame Street. While he was best known as a TV detective, Belzer first found stardom on stage as a stand-up comedian. Is my hair all right? My hand is caught in my hair. Wait a second. Oh. That's what happens when you don't blow dry. But it was law and order that made him a household name. I had a great time with him today. Taught him a major life lesson. Always question authority. Oh, what a surprise. This morning, fans and Belzer's former castmates are mourning his passing. Mariska Hargitay writing, I will miss you, your unique light, and your singular take on this strange world. I feel blessed to have known you and adored you and worked with you side by side for so many years. Christopher Maloney posting this photo, writing, Goodbye, Mon ami. I love you. He's kissing you. I'm thinking. We've been had. And Ice-T, who played his longtime partner on the show, posting, I wake up with the news. I lost my friend today. Belza's gone. I'll miss you, homie. Bye. Richard Belzer was 78. Detective. That's good. And he died at his home in the south of France, which he called Shay Hogan. Because how he ended up owning this chateau farmhouse or whatever it is mm-hmm. in the south of France, France, he hosted a cable talk show in the 80s called The Hot Properties. Oh, okay. And during an episode, Hulk Hogan was a guest, and Richard Belzer asked Hulk to put him in a wrestling hold. Hulk did. Richard ended up passing out and hitting his head on the floor. He had to get nine stitches. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. He sued Hulk Hogan for $5 million. Oh, my gosh, after he asked him to do it? They settled out of wow. court, and okay. Richards later said he used the settlement money to buy the farmhouse in the south of France that he called Shea Hogan. Yeah, this video has been kind of out there for a while as, like, kind of referencing how to do the sleeper hold correctly, but yeah. not in a way where you're actually, you know, they were trying to demonstrate trying it, not demonstrate actually it. do it. And that's where the problem arose. And of course, Richard Belzer made his debut as uh, Munch on the Baltimore-based Homicide Life on the Street and played the role for the show's entire seven seasons plus a movie. And when that ended in 1999, he moved from Baltimore to New York City to join forces with Detective Olivia Benson and Detective Elliot Stanley. And everyone would recognize him. He oh. always had the glasses that were little that would, you know, the kind that you used to have, the foster grants that would yes. turn dark. He showed up on The yeah. Wire. He was yeah. in Law & Order spinoffs. He was in Arrested Development. He played, uh, an ep- played himself in an episode of The X-Files. And Barry Levinson heard Richard Belzer... On Howard Stern's show, because he was like a stand-up guy, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Lauren Michaels had hired him to fluff the crowd at SNL. Right. And Barry Levinson was so intrigued with how he talked that he like found, what is that guy's name, and pestered Richard Bell. And Bell's was like, I'm not an actor, man. Right. And he's just like, yeah, but you... He said, I would never be a detective, but if I were a detective, I'd be a detective like Munch was. And he really paranoid, you know, anti-establishment, yep. all his conspiracy theories. And it was just so... Did you guys love it? I mean, you guys are live fans. Oh, yeah. And okay. I love that they gave a nod to what yeah. happened to him yeah. on Thursday's show. It's very rare. I mean, it's, you know. They don't of, usually acknowledge. No, and it's just like kind of like, you know, what they did with Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther. Yeah. You know, they in the next movie, they gave him his funeral and kind of yeah. told you what that is. Yeah, that was really cool. And like you said, I was not expecting this on Saturday because I was really excited for the update. 
Yeah. But then just, yeah, it was sad news, but what a life. And, and he wrote several books. Oh, he like, did? Like, here's one, Dead Wrong, Straight Facts on the controver- country on the Country's Most Controversial Cover-Ups. I Am Not a Cop. That was another book. <laughs> and then UFOs, JFK and Elvis, Conspiracies You Don't Have to Be Crazy to Believe in. So he wrote like six or seven books, and we found out he died from his friend from SNL, Lorraine Newman. I know. So I do like the story about Shea Hogan. Um, Another story that they told was that he was filming, you know, Law and Order in New York, where it's always filmed, and yeah. someone actually had stolen drugs or proper something and came around a corner and came into the police cops, you know, stand up. Yeah. They're shooting. Law and Order, and he put, goes into the middle of it and just puts his hands up and said, "Okay, I, don't shoot, don't uh, shoot." And they caught a real life criminal who oh just ran gosh. into them filming the scene. Oh, that's crazy. And I know, and apparently his last words were, "Bleep you, mother bleeper." Yeah. Oh heck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that is uh, that is uh, one of his friends told the Hollywood Reporter yeah. that that was one of his uh, last words. So. You know, um, maybe the Law and Order folks knew that you know he'd been <laughs> ill, and that's why they put that I in. I think but so, Lori. It was just so weird because I had just yeah. watched it that morning, and even told Casey, "Did you ever wonder what happened to Lieutenant yeah. Munch when he retired?" What did they say year? happened to him again? That he went moved back to Baltimore mm-hmm. and bought the cop bar that he used to hang okay. out with, and is probably you know pouring beers and telling. Giving people one-liner crap. Yeah, I think they did. I mean, the timing of it is just, that's the most in, intriguing part of it. I think yeah. they meant well, to they, give us this closure, yeah. but not expecting it to be Intent. literally right. like the next day. Right. right. You know, that's that's just, wow. You know, maybe in a week or two, like you said, they probably knew, but. Okay, please tell me about the sexy, swoon-worthy Milo Ventimiglia oh. show, The Company You Keep. Mm. It was it was nothing you expect. Yeah, did not and expect it, it. And during the whole thing, it was nothing you expect. Yeah. Don't you think, Grant? It's great. Yeah, I, I yeah, I told because you said something I believe on Friday or Thursday, mm-hmm. kind of like a James Bond or something yep. or whatever. And I, there's a lot of con art, con art, connery going on. He's yeah. a con artist and yep. a good one at that. Yeah. It's sexy. There's stuff going on. It's good. Very it hot okay. and steamy for the first, you know, yeah. I would say few minutes, yeah. right? When hey. he meets that girl. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's great. And You're it has love good it. people in it. Yeah. You and Casey, Casey, I feel like we'll stick along with you on Jeff this one. Just liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good, it's a good combo couple show so that's that premiered last night the last of us on abc no that was the company you keep oh i'm sorry the, the company, company you keep. keep yeah the yeah. last of us is oh, how was about, off how about, that was amazing episode <gasps> again every i don't want to watch it anymore i'm not going to give it away don't worry I don't, don't worry, oh, don't worry. The, the the epic another epic episode of 1923 last night <gasps> oh i forgot i thought it was over yeah I, no, I didn't watch don't it. tell me no it's epic Another movie oh, episode of really? that oh, show. Oh my gosh! Very. Um, uh, there's some scenes that are going to get people's naughty parts tickling, or they're they're. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to good watch parts it. Doing the naughty, whatever. There was some <laughs> kind of rather, um, you know, fetching and enticing scenes. In nice. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was. Um, yeah, every episode of that. Plus, I think the other thing, you know, that Taylor Sheridan, I love how much of the story is focused on Tiana and just realizing just, I guess, 
because it's not taught in school or whatever, but just like how horrific um, white was, people were to, 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 native, to native children native, and taking them away from their families horrible. and going to these schools and the way yeah. they were abused. I mean, that is a big part. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Of 1923. Yeah, it and I... It's an eye-opener. I am here for it. Yeah. Because I think it's very eye-opening. I don't think people realize that. Well, or... didn't Kevin Costner, too, I know that, but he like did a show as well about indigenous people yes. and their struggles and what yes. we the did numbers for native american women and 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 how they Missing. disappear yes, and yes, yes, get yes, killed yes. there's another show a documentary on showtime that's airing i think right now um something at bighorn i'll find out the name of it but anyway i just big props to taylor oh. sheridan for the way he's weaving this story together and it's just so incredible it's so good yeah. i didn't know I, for some reason i thought it ended there's only what? been five episodes. I know. I I don't know it's what. Mur- yeah, I don't murder know what. and Bighorn, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Murder and Bighorn. Is the Showtime on? I want to check this out. Yeah, it's supposed to. And we knew that Taylor Sheridan had sensitivity as 100%. far as. 100%. Yes. Because he did Wind River. Yep, yep. And, you know, is aware of what has happened to the Native American uh, peoples and all of that. But it just, oh, what a. I think every week, can they beat the week before i mean can it be more incredible and it really Good. is if you're not watching you it's on paramount plus right grant yeah. yes it's so and i asked patrick racy i said are you gonna watch that and he goes i don't like kevin costner i said it's He's got not nothing it. to do with kevin costner <laughs> not it's in it. family way back yeah. doesn't matter yeah. you i don't think... even need to watch yellowstone no like this show. Really oh no don't. you don't know it's you don't know anything it's 100 yeah. oh it's so good so good yep. all right listen um when we come back somebody must know at this point in England, that no one really likes him. No one. King Charles is now aware at this point that nobody likes him because uh, ever since Queen Elizabeth passed away and the crown came on with season three two years ago, he has gotten less and less popular and people have not taken kindly to his uh, ride-or-die wife, uh, Camilla, either. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Uh, He's now king, and he's going to have the chubbly uh, in on May six, and uh, we know now that Ed Sheeran and Adele have uh, turned down an offer to perform, and uh, uh, Adele is really shady about it because she doesn't even have anything on her calendar. She's done in Vegas at the end of March. Well, and Ed Sheeran at least has something in May fifth in Texas, so he's, right, so he he's, can't go. He's got a good reason, but Adele, Adele's got nothing. Maybe I don't know him. Well, he, how do you follow the queen, first of all? Julia, it isn't that. It's the crown. Charles was, he was just, he's not a cool guy like Queen Elizabeth. He's just kind of a, you know. But how horrible that a TV show of crap that happened 25 years ago. But that happened in real life and people live with all of that. People feel, this was always Charles's problem. 
he was always jealous of Diana and he's still jealous all these years later and with good reason because people just don't like him and they're never going to. Not really. No. He's had eggs thrown at him. Not my king yelled at him. How horrible. Yeah. Lionel Richie maybe is going to be there and maybe Harry Styles if Prince Harry calls him up and begs him. Yeah, well, you know, someone is going to be there. Someone and, wrote a song for him. Uh, um, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, probably coronation music or something he did. like he that. He did. It's in the Star Tribune. It was in the Star Tribune this weekend that he um, wrote a new piece. The Spice Girls sans Victoria Beckham. Yeah, I don't know who's going to we'll do be, it. We'll be doing it. So already this Chubbly is off to a bad start. Not good. Well, you... Bad start. Yeah. He just He just wants... A cool, because remember, Ed Sheeran played at the Jubilee. Yeah, I know. No. Anyway. I don't know what you would do I, if you were him right now. I mean. Well, you better hope Prince Harry and Meghan f- fly in for yep. a slice and that they also call some of their friends that are musicians that will agree to play. Like, even Paul McCartney doesn't want to play. Nobody likes drugs. I know. Yeah. Um, it would be hard. Well, you know, that's... it would be hard. So Andrew Lloyd Webber, though, did was commissioned to do. So he was paid. Yes, was paid. Make to, joy, to joyful do... noise. Yeah, I know. And he's doing an anthem that hope he hopes reflects on the joyful occasion. I mean, this is it. how how horrible to know. You're I mean, Adele so has nothing hated. on her calendar. Yeah, she's just like I don't know him. Is I am env- envisioning. There's no way. You Do you can- think? Because remember, she when doesn't we, like him. Remember Absolutely when we not. heard about the plan, and this has been in place for a long time about what happens when Queen Elizabeth passes away. London Bridge. Yeah, London Bridge, Operation London Bridge, and it was like kind of thinking, why not just skip Charles and give it to you know? It would never. That would never. Charles, are you kidding? He's a waited sixty damn I years. No, but honestly, pass it on to his son. It. It. Yeah, that would never be done. He, the monarchy you know, he could, is struggling. <laughs> yeah, he and they 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 made the biggest mistake when they booted Harry and Meghan out with yeah. both their feet. I mean, how dumb were they? All because William, like his dad, is jealous about Meghan the way Charles was jealous about Diana. These these men who are born to be kings just can't deal with it. They got their heads are too big for their crowns. There you go. Their heads okay. are too big for this, their crowns. This made us so sad to hear about this news this weekend. Um, Kyle Jacobs, a songwriter from Bloomington, Minnesota, and the husband of American Idol. I didn't alum. know he was from here. Yes, oh, he's a Bloomington yeah. boy. Um, Kyle Jacobs. He was married to Kelly Pickler. They had their. They had a. Show yes, together. I kind of watched their show a couple times. He, he took he took his own life on Friday afternoon, and of course, always I, the club no family wants to ever be a part of um, self inflicted you know death by your own hand, and um, just so so sad. And he's you know a CMA award winner and an ACM. He has a decades long career. He moved to. Nashville in like 2000 and he wrote uh, Kimberly Locks 2003 hit Eighth World Wonder and then he wrote Garth Brooks songs More Than a Memory yeah. which made oh, history yeah. by That's becoming so, the first yes. ever song to debut no at the way. top of the Billboard Hot 100 oh. 
He's an accomplished Maybe you'll guitarist. Find the first I'm finding it right now. Yeah, and he, so he wrote that song. Oh. He's an accomplished guitarist and pianist. He went on to write for Trace Adkins, Tim McGraw, Kelly Clarkson, Scotty McCreary. He collaborated with Darius Rucker and Winona, and two of his co-written songs, Back Home and Already Gone, were featured on the pilot episode of the great show, Nashville. Nashville. which we loved. This is so and they, sad. Yeah, they married in 2011. I watched their show, I Love Kelly Pickler, their, lo- their reality show. And a day before he died... Kyle celebrated a major music milestone on Instagram after his song Hey World, performed by Lee Bryce, received platinum certification by the Recording Industry of America. And he just thanked the creative team. And so it's just I'm so sorry to hear that for his family and just having, you know, having seven seconds of being out of your Mm -hmm. mind in a black hole of grief and access to a gun is so dangerous and um yeah that just makes me so sad uh for his family and kelly and oh and this song has let's just take a second to ta- okay, enjoy this song. he's really a talented talented guy this Kyle song Pinker. makes me cry it's so good yeah so he co-wrote that with oh, Garth. that song yeah what's the name of that again more, more than, than a memory, memory. Oh my and the beginning gosh. of it's all quiet it's like acapella yeah. and then it goes i just played the middle part that is one of the most beautiful songs, and if you ever, it's just a yeah. Oh, I had no idea that this had a was home so connection. sad. When it, I saw this in the news, it's so sad. It's yeah. just so tragic and sad. Oh, it is. It's just. It's not. It's. It's a terrible, terrible mm. club to be a part of because it's just such a nightmare, grief. I guess um, because everyone just has a million questions and you right. don't get any answers and. He and Kelly got married in 2011, and um, they were darling. Darling, darling, mm-hmm. and um, what's must... our suicide hotline number now? That's nine eight eight. Is nine eight eight? No, nine eight eight. Yeah, yep, that's right. So, anyway, a uh, lot, a lot of people also uh, over the weekend. You know, we're talking about Kyle uh, Jacobs because uh, he worked with so many people in Nashville and was really well liked and respected and all of that and then they honored uh leslie jordan and and nashville this weekend Did all they the really? stars were out yeah i mean maybe they filmed it a while ago at the grand old opry house mm-hmm. but it was just uh yeah they just had it that eddie vetter tanya tucker just you know everybody came up and said oh bleep you know exactly oh bleep from his mm-hmm. Thing. So, how you hunker down is doing. Yeah. So that that was like uh, a, lot, a lot of people were at that uh, at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. Last oh wow! Well, we're about Are, ten seconds out. We can end I out know. with this. Let's end out with the end of this one okay, here. Perfect. One more time. More than a memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.